And welcome to another episode of No Days Off. I'm your host, Tyler Gilden. Every week I'm speaking with parents of some of the country's top sports prodigies to learn a little bit more about what it's like raising a kid constantly in the spotlight. Uh, This episode I'm talking with Gabriel Chino Velez, father of Matthew Bam Bam Velez, who is a six-time national jiu-jitsu champion and he's only 10 years old. Hope you enjoy this conversation. This is No Days Off. How you guys doing? My name is Gabriel Velez. I'm Matthew Bam Bam's dad, and he does wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Thank you, uh, Gabriel, uh, for hopping on the call. really appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, too, man. Uh, so why don't you tell me uh, first, who, who is Matthew the person outside of wrestling and jiu-jitsu? Matthew, he's a great, loving, caring kid, you know. A kid at the end of the day, he's 10 years old, you know. You know, very smart. Loves to focus on what he does, whatever, whatever he does when he's on the mat or off the mat. So for some people, I guess, who aren't familiar with Matthew or haven't watched uh, the episode on Whistle yet, uh, what has been his biggest accomplishments to date? Well, um, is the biggest accomplishment in the competition or in general? Uh, yeah, you know, in, in the competition of whether it's wrestling or jujitsu. Yeah, I mean, what are yeah, some of his... In, yeah. In, in, well, his, most of big, his biggest accomplishments are um, he's a six-time national champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and a multi-champion in... Um, wrestling at Lehigh Valley, um, Pennsylvania wrestling, which is a very tough wrestling district. It's like the, the mecca of wrestling, the area that we live. And, you know, you see, you mentioned he's only 10 years old. So, I mean, how, if he's only 10, how young had he have been when he first started getting into this? He got into jiu-jitsu at four and a half years old. Just took him just to try it out to make sure that his focus was there. Um, he did actually really well the first time he went. So I said, okay, you know, he could keep coming to class and keep training because some kids at that age, they just don't have to focus and they can't train at that age. So I just took him just out of curiosity. I just took him and he followed the rules and he followed instruction really well. And ever since then, you know, it's been almost six years now. He's been doing it ever since then. Wrestling, he did it at age five, too. He started at age five. He picked it up really well, and ever since then, he's been doing wrestling, too. And so what's your background in, in jiu-jitsu? Me, I'm a, I'm a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right, so I guess it was kind of natural for you to uh, expose Matthew to that uh, at a young age. Yeah, yes, yeah. He grew up pretty much. He, as a baby, him and my wife, we, I, I, I was really active competitor. As a baby, you know, my wife yelling at me, coaching me, because we used to travel by ourselves all over the East Coast, New York, Jersey, Philly. And, you know, as a baby, she got him on the, she had him on uh, her shoulders, you know, yelling at me. So pretty much he grew into it. Right. Yeah, no, I, do, you, do you think, uh, I guess, h- how old were you when you first started? Uh, and, you know, how do you compare to where Matthew's at right now? I started late. I started late at my, you know, when I, when I first grew up. We grew up in a poor environment where there was no karate schools. There was no, and there was no money for that. Because at the time, there was no jiu-jitsu at the time. You know what I mean? And the only sport I ever did was amateur boxing when I was young. The only reason why I was able to do that because the coach used to pick, up, used to pick us up in the projects. And it was for free. So that was the only thing we could have afford was to do boxing at a real early age. So, and, and at what age do you think, you know, is, is there any specific moment where you realize that Matthew's abilities were beyond the average kid of his age? You know, that he was actually an exceptional talent? Well, yeah, you know, uh, at an early age, you know, he, he had the great balance, obviously. Very smart, you know, but he, he's a great decision. Like when he competes, it makes 
great decisions in the heat of the moment where you have set two or three seconds to make a split decision. He's very, very, very good at that, making that just making good decisions. And obviously he was, you know, he's just thick, you know, he's good. He just got good talent, you know what I mean? He was just born. Some kids are born to do certain things. He was born to be a grappler, pretty much. Right. And I mean, I guess, is he, how many of his friends are also, uh, you know, involved in, in jiu-jitsu? Does, you know, are, are the basis of his friends uh, uh, in his class, in his competitions, or does he have friends kind of outside so he could separate He's got friends. Two? You know, obviously, he's got his friends from school. A lot of them don't, you know, they don't even know that he trains best in jiu-jitsu. He's, you know, he's, he never played fights. You know, he's one of those kids where, Based on the way he acts, you will never know that he trains because he just never play fights. He never, he's just one of those kids that doesn't, you know, you will not know it unless you go and train with him or you really know him really good as a good friend. You will never yeah, I mean, know that he grapples, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, he's a, he's a six-time champion, though. His, his friends don't, uh, they don't know, they don't come over. I, I see in the uh, the episode, he's got a lot of belts on the floor. His friends don't come yeah, over and see yeah. that. Right. Well, obviously, when the no days off came, you know, a lot of the kids that nowadays, a lot of them don't have social media. Just a right. few of his friends that play sports, some of them have social, like, they're on social media. So, yes, some of them know, but a lot of the kids at 10 years old don't have, you know, unless they play sports or do something else, they don't have social media. So, yeah, if they don't have social media, they'll never know that he wrestles or does, does wrestling or jiu-jitsu. But, yeah, now when the no days off came out, a lot of the kids, they, they got to see it. They go to YouTube, so they see it. <laughs> Right. No, that's, that's a good point. You know, I, I would assume that the average, well, actually, I don't know, but I would assume that a, a good amount of 10-year-olds don't have uh, social media, so that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. obviously, uh, I'm sure his following has, has be, you know, continued to grow since the episode. Uh, but speaking of his young age, do, do you ever get nervous that there's too much expectations on him, you know, only being 10 years old? And do you feel like maybe he feels like there's there could be too much pressure? Well, you know, me as an instructor and as his dad, like, I don't put no pressure on him. Like, you cannot force a kid to train, and you can't force a kid to compete. That's just something you just can't force it upon a kid. And if you do, you know, the, 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 the years are numbered of that kid training. And they won't excel because you're forcing a kid to do something that kid doesn't want to do. So kids that are forced upon training or competing, I, I see it as they don't excel because they don't enjoy it. They don't love it. They're being forced upon to do it. Right. No, yeah. I mean, uh, this, I'm sure a lot of parents out there who, you know, push their kids too much uh, in, in a certain direction where they can get uh, some pushback. But it seems like, you know, yeah, Matthew really put, genuinely yeah, enjoys this. Yeah, they put too much pressure on me personally. Like, you know, he just loves, he enjoys what he does, you know. You know, he just, that kid, he's very competitive, obviously. He loves to compete. You know, we went last year, he broke his hand six weeks prior to the biggest jiu-jitsu tournament in the country, which is the kids' Pan Ams. He broke his hand in wrestling. Not in practice. He was playing around with his friends. He tried to attack one of his friends. He threw himself and broke this, his hand. One of his bones broke it. Couldn't train for six weeks. Got cleared four days before the Pans in California. Mm. Couldn't really train for six weeks. Went out there, competed, and did and he did a beautiful performance without six weeks of training. And he, and we told him, look, we just, this year we just going to have to sit it out. And he told us that he refused. He said, no, I could do it. I could do it. And he forced us to make it out there. He went and competed. That's how much he enjoys jiu-jitsu and wrestling. Like, he said, no, I want to go. And me personally as a dad and as his coach, like, I don't recommend you to go out there. You know, six weeks of not really training is not, not going to help you at the national level either. You know what I mean? Right. But his yeah. will to compete and, you know, just, he went out there and he went through all his matches. Great performance. And he won his third Pan Am championship. So where do you, where do you think that, that drive uh, comes from? Just that competitive nature? Is that something that uh, he's always had? Is that something that he's developed over time? Something passed down from you? You know, where does that come from? 
is something that I think he was born with, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's that he's he's like that for anything he does. Any 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 competition wise, he wants to win. If it, if we throw in a ball, he wants to throw the ball the further. If, if if we're running, he literally wants to beat me running. Like there's no shame in him competing against people older and bigger than him. He just wants to compete. Like that that is something that that's in him. You know what I mean? Something that he just was born with, I guess. You know. What's the uh, what's the oldest you know biggest kid he's had to you know I guess uh, compete against? Uh, we, well, most of the time in the local competition team, just for him to be challenged, to be challenged at the expert level, we have to put him with older kids. A kid that his age and weight, he pretty much he goes in there and performs with no. No issues at all. So for him to be challenged, yeah, we have to sign them up two years old, two kids two years older in higher weight divisions. So he could be, be in a good challenge match. So as a dad, does that and get he, you nervous he, sometimes? He, well, yeah, you know, the, you know, the, the, like quick story, like three years ago, we went to a local, the, we, the Naga tournament is a grappling association around the, our area that's really, really big, attracts a lot of jiu-jitsu kids from all over the East Coast. I signed them up and, uh, at the advanced level. At the advanced level, you don't get an expert belt. And I told them, look, Matthew, you know what I mean? He's only been training for two, two years at the time, and the expert, you got to be at least three and a half, four years of experience. And I told him, look, Matthew, I don't think you're ready yet for expert, but, you know, I signed you up at advanced. You know, you shouldn't be upset because you never competed at advanced before. You've only been training for, at the time, he was only training for like two years. And, you know, it's just, this, is, this is the reason why he is who he is. He starts crying in front of my other friend, my other, one of the coaches at our academy. He starts crying. And I'm like, well, Matthew, why are you crying? Like, you know what I mean? I didn't sign your expert because you don't have the experience yet. He was like, I want to, I want to, I want to compete at the expert level. I told you I want to compete at the expert level. Most kids don't want to compete at the expert level. They don't want to compete at it because it's very tough. Like, you got to go against kids that are really, really seasoned and experienced. But he was obvious. He started crying because I didn't sign them up for expert. Story short, he competed. There was three kids in his division, but there was like seven kids. He had three matches. He submits everybody. And then he tells me, see that? I'm ready for expert. And ever since then, that was like almost four years ago. He never did another advanced tournament again. That's the type of kid he is. Like, he's willing. Like, he wants to be challenged. Like, that's the type of kid that he is. At six years old, like, too. He looks wow. forward. Yeah, yeah, he looks forward to the challenges. And the coach looked at me. And that day, I knew. Uh, my friend, which is another instructor at our academy, he looked at me. He was like, Chino, your son is special. Because <laughs> most of the time we tell kids they're going to compete an expert. They don't like, like, they get nervous. Some of them start crying because they don't want to be at that level yet. Because they know it's going to be a tough. You're going to have some tough matches because you're going to get the most experienced kid. And the coach looked at me. He said, Chino, your son is special. He's crying, not because he didn't, he didn't put him in it. He's like the opposite. All right. No, yeah. I guess how do you keep him, I guess, you know, uh, after, you know, being able to compete with people older than him with more experience? I mean, how do you keep him humbled uh, where he's still, at the end of the day, he's still a 10-year-old kid, and I'm sure you don't want him uh, to become too confident in himself. Uh, how do you ever have, like, a checks and balances there? I guess how do you kind of work with him there? At the end of the day, just – there's always work. You can never peak. You can never be at your best. There's always work. I tell him that all the time since day one. He, even the matches that he wins, I'm looking I'm looking at the videos. What could, could, could we done to get different submissions or different pins or different takedowns? Oh, how can the performance would have been better? Never, never look at the good stuff. Always look at what could have been done better. That's my aspect of it. And I've, I've been doing that with him since day one. You know, yeah, we, we praise him, you know, very little. You know what I mean? Because we don't want to get it to his head at the end of the day. He probably doesn't know 
how good he is because he's 10 years old, you know, winning six national championships in California and Vegas. You know, he probably doesn't understand it that well yet at 10 right. years old. But at the same time, it's our job, me and my wife, to keep it, keep it low, you know what I mean? And, and, and let him know, you know what I mean, that, that you know, there's always work. work. Work never ends, the grind never ends. You always got to always try to get better. No matter how do you go in competition, doesn't matter. You always train to be better every day. And I guess what what would be the ultimate goal, uh, you know, for Matthew? I guess what's the highest level he could eventually compete at? What what is you know in his mind, you know, what's he what's he aiming for? What's that you know that pie in the sky that he's you know wants to eventually hit? His goal is at the end of the day to you know to compete at the adult black level. You know, when he gets older, when he's I think it's twenty. 18 or 20, he could compete at the adult black belt level and compete at the highest level at D1 Wrestling College. And never, you know, and he loves kickboxing. He loves punching. He loves boxing, too. He, he, does, he does it not competitively, which is what on our own over here. And you never know what, you know, he, he has a great foundation of wrestling and jiu-jitsu, something that could transfer really good to MMA in the near future. You never know what. What direction he might take 10 years from now? He might want to go into MMA. Well, guess what? Now you got a great foundation. You got a little bit of kickboxing, a lot of good wrestling, a lot of good jujitsu. So he could take that route too. You know, you never know what what the future brings. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's only 10. <laughs> he's got, he's got, he a, got, long, uh, yeah, he's, got a long future ahead of him, uh, for sure. You never know why he, why he might say 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, any any uh, general advice for parents who are listening, who whose kids are trying to excel at a sport? I mean, I know uh, you've met mentioned uh, a couple different things in terms of, you know, looking for ways to always be better and, and improve your game and stay humble. Any other general advice for uh, for parents out there? You know, don't don't push your kids too much. You know, don't force them. You know, don't force the kids to do, you know, you just can't force kids to do stuff. They have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it. And the kid is not, if your son is not enjoying what he's doing, well, maybe that might not be the sport for him. There might be another sport that he might find and enjoy it, and that's the sport they didn't excel in because they do it because they like it and enjoy it. And I guess uh, if you had to say, you know, obviously every parent takes pride in their kids for whatever it is that, you know, they're doing. Uh, I guess what makes you the most proud of, of Matthew? His work ethic, super, super, super. He's always willing to put the work in, always. He always puts the work in, you know, two practices a day, five days a week. You know, Saturdays, we work privately, and he never complains. He enjoys it, you know, like his work ethic is it's just something else. It's, he just, oh, he surprises me all the time with his work ethic. He never gets tired of training. You know, he's, oh, he's willing to put in the work. That's something that a lot of people don't see. A lot of people know him because he won six national titles. He's a great wrestler, blah, 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 blah. But they don't know the amount, of, the amount of work that he puts in on a weekly basis. A lot of people don't know that. He puts a lot of time. He sacrifices a lot, you know where kids are playing, doing other stuff. He's training on a daily basis. And that's something that a lot of people don't get to see. You know what I mean? They just get to see him competing, but they don't see the behind the scenes what really goes on. And he puts a lot of work. He puts a lot, a lot of work into it. Right. And I think you, you might have just kind of answered my uh, final question, but, uh, you know, what does no days off mean to you? No days off means the grind never stops. That's, that's, my, that's my thing with that. The grind never stops. Never be satisfied. Regardless of what you win, how many national titles, never be satisfied. Always be willing to step it up and excel. Even you think you did great. No, you, there's always work. The work never ends. Always try to improve every day to make and, and, and become better at what you do. It seems like that's definitely been uh, ingrained in uh, in Matthew and his work ethic. And uh, he's accomplished a lot in his first decade of life. I'm excited to see uh, where he goes yeah. in uh, his second decade. So thanks for yeah, uh, taking the time to it, chat. Man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks to Gabriel for taking the time to chat with me a little bit today. 
hear more about Matthew and his young career. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable how much he's been able to do when he's only 10 years old. Uh, makes you think a lot. What was I doing when I was 10 years old? And I uh, wasn't winning six uh, national uh, championships, uh, that's for sure. Uh, so thanks for listening to this episode of No Days Off. New episodes drop every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to follow Whistle across all social media for more info. This is No Days Off. Thank you.